Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers. I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Maddie D. Yo, K-Ran. Yeah. John Wick knows how to do ballet. John Wizzle. John Wizzle, my nizzle. John Wizzle, the dizzle from the sizzle. Knows how to do ballet, and does if you he? didn't, he does. Yeah, he does because he went to a. I don't school. remember seeing that. In well, the movie. well, I mean, he went to a school which teaches ballet, so I can only assume oh. he knows how to do it himself. So it adds a little bit of grace to his repertoire. And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Is it though? Yeah, it might be. Well, actually, it does spoil something because it just proves that John Wick is a sequel to Billy Elliot. <laughs> So Billy Elliot grew up to be a master assassin yeah, that makes so instead much of sense. a ballet dancer. That makes and he changed s- his name to John Wick. That's right. Because he was into candles. That makes so much sense. We're like connecting it together. It might have like a glass style flashback thing where they connect the universes together. So if you haven't turned off the episode after that introduction, welcome to the show. Welcome. What we do on this show typically is we look at all the promotional material for a movie and we attempt to predict as much of the plot of that movie as humanly possible and therefore potentially spoiling it for any future viewers. That's right. But we're not doing that this week. No, we're not. What we're doing this time is we're revisiting our prediction of John Wick Chapter 3 Paragraph. Bellum <laughs> and seeing how close we got to the actual movie. It's the report card episode. That's right. So Maddie D and I listened to each other's predictions and then we gave each other points based on those predictions and we'll find out at the end of the episode who was closer to the finished film. That's right. That's right. So since the recording of that show, we've watched the movie in yeah, its we entirety. Have. That's important. <laughs> and It'd be hard to do this show if we didn't. And now we're coming back and seeing how well we did. So if you haven't listened to our episode on John Wick or you haven't seen John Wick and you want to yes go listen to that episode go watch that movie uh we find that it's better to watch the movie first because you don't want to be accidentally spoiled for plot points that's right but um do whatever you like so we're not going to go over the movie in huge detail so this isn't really a review of john wick chapter three we're more so reviewing our predictions so you'll be pretty much lost if you're going into this episode first blind but like maddie d said i strongly suggest going back to our initial prediction of john wick chapter three and seeing what we said. That's right. And it's worth saying as well, this is something that came up in that episode that I completely forgot about. We had not decided to do these revisit episodes at that point. Yeah. We even talked about it a little bit in John Wick. We were like, oh, yeah. if there's a demand the for it. the first point that we discussed potentially doing these episodes. Exactly, exactly. We were like, if there's a demand for it, it could be an idea that we'll do in future. And here we are. Yeah. We're doing it on John Wick. You can't say that we don't listen to you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. So I think... You know, because we weren't doing these revisit episodes, sometimes our details are a little bit loosey-goosey. And then yeah. when we start doing the revisit... Specifically yours. <laughs> we start getting oh, more Oh, they do stuff, you know, there's explosions, <laughs> people die. That's right. We'll get into that. Definitely. Now, if you want to put another one of our predictions to the test, a movie that's currently in cinemas is Vin Diesel's Bloodshot, which we predicted a couple of episodes ago. <laughs> oh, man. So if you, wow. wanna, if you want to put us to the test, we haven't seen the movie yet, but you can, I suppose, this weekend and uh, have a listen to our episode and see how well we did. I'm keen. I think I'm pretty confident that we got pretty close to the money. I think we did too, considering we only had a We trailer. hit our target. We hit our target, yeah. yes. Yeah, patting myself on the back for that one. <laughs> yeah. What were you saying? Oh, I was saying we only had, I think, one trailer to go off in that movie. Yeah. And Onward is also out, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. So I think we mentioned this last week. Pixar's Onward is now in cinemas as well. That's right. We did mention it last week. But now that we have details on the movie, I'm very pleased, or at least one of us should be very pleased about our prediction. I think we were both pretty close. Without spoiling Onward, I think we were both pretty close with that one. So I think you'll be pretty impressed (laughs) listening back to our episode if I do say so myself. That's right. 
So let's start talking about John Wick. Yes, yes, let's. John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum. Now, in the original John Wick prediction episode, we didn't know what Parabellum meant. We went in completely blind, not doing our research. That's and we were like, right. what does Parabellum mean? And it was a line said by Winston. Yeah. Well, who would have thought that Winston actually says Parabellum in the movie? And it says in the subtitles, prepare for war. Okay. But I don't think we ever pointed out since we did the episode that Parabellum does mean prepare for war. No, he didn't. Which, he does plenty of that in the movie, I suppose. Are they leading to a war? I mean, there was sort I of like a so. big fight at the end, but is there going to be so. like... An assassin revolution? Maybe. A little maybe, bit confused by the title. They're fighting the high table, I guess. Um, that's Who? Where, as in John Wick and Winston and Yeah, I crowd. suppose so. Oh, not Winston anymore. You know, just John Wick and um, the Bowery Ooh, King. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> anyway, so before we start dissecting each other's plot predictions, let's quickly go over how our point system works. So what we do is we award two points if we get something dead on without having any information. So if we completely call something out of the blue and it's right, that's a two-pointer. Then if we call something correctly, so we saw it in the trailer and we happen to slot it in into the correct place in the movie, that's a single point. And if we got something half right, so if we were on the right track, if we got information kind of correct, but we were not exactly on the money, that's only worth half a point. Yeah. And if we're dead wrong, obviously we don't get no any points, points at all. there. That's right. Now, how did you feel listening back to this episode oh, watching the movie? Did I'm you feel so glad confident? you asked. Yes. Well... What's funny is I watched the movie. I'd completely forgotten what I'd said in my prediction. I watched the movie and then I went back and started listening to my prediction. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, wow. Look how well I'm doing. And then it quickly goes downhill as we'll discuss. (laughs) Yes. But I couldn't believe how close I was at the beginning. You're the start of the movie. You nailed. Yeah. Well, and then the end of the movie, we just were in space for some reason. Yes. No, I don't think I was too far off, but yeah, I was actually surprised at how close I was initially and then was increasingly disappointed the further I listened through my prediction. Mm. Can't wait to get into it. Yeah. I think we'll get into it right now because you're dissecting mine first. That's right. That's right. So this is what Kieran said in his prediction of John Wick 3 Parabellum. So firstly... By the way, I've been low-key saying Parabellums. (laughs) When we're thinking about this movie or discussing it with other people, just wanted to put that out there. Right. So you initially said that the movie starts with a cold open, which it exactly does. And you also said that it starts with John Wick on the run with his pit dog, with his pit bull. Uh, and he has just been excommunicated and he's running through the rain. So I give you a point for that. reason yep. why I give you one point is... Because it was in the trailer. Exactly, exactly. But you were right. Then you said something really, really on the mark. You said he will be attacked before the time runs out. So That's right. By someone who wanted to get in early. Another that's assassin. Right. That's right. So John Wick has uh, till midnight, till his contract goes open and everyone can kill him. But... There's some really greedy assassin that wants to get a in A massive before. guy. Yeah, how tall was this guy? Yeah, a really tall he guy in a huge. library. And when John Wick was like beating him up, I was like, this feels awkward. This looks weird because this guy's so massive. Yeah. Now, you thought it was the TikTok man. No, I just threw the TikTok man out there because I didn't know anyone else in the movie. You were wrong, but I think yes. that was worth giving you two points because you're exactly right. No, I didn't say it. And then we go into the actual TikTok man himself. You said he will appear before the strike of midnight. Yep. And he did. So he I does. give you half a point because oh, wow. he was kind of there, but he didn't try to kill no. John Wick. And he's not even really an assassin. He's not really an assassin. He no. works for the Bowery King. Now, it's like he's second in command or something. We were just going off the IMDb slash Wikipedia cast yeah. information where it said he was assassin. So I think that led us First down. First mistake there. 
That led us down a wrong track there. And how funny was it where we were just trying to think, oh, maybe he's like an assassin that looks at his clock and he has a cool like yeah, we'll get into he has this. A stopwatch and whatnot. No, he just says TikTok, Mr. Wick. Yes. That's why he's the TikTok man. Yes. Oh, that was Which so I think, disappointing. By the way, during your plot, I called. Did so you? So I'm hoping for extra points there, but we'll get into it when I talk about yours. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I, I was really disappointed. I was like, really? That's why he's the TikTok man? My God. We thought he was such a massive character. You also said that he will kill the dog, which he did not. No. So you also mentioned that what they definitely won't do is send the dog back to the concierge at the Continental Hotel, which yeah. is exactly what they did. Yeah, well, apparently the dog isn't excommunicado, <laughs> but John is, so he can still stay there, the dog that is. <laughs> the dog can, yeah, and they won't use the dog to try to get to John No, Wick. no way. Of course not. Uh, you they just s- wanted to get the dog out of the picture. Uh, yeah, exactly, exactly, pretty much, uh, without killing him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> which would have made more sense. Yeah. You said John Wick will get stabbed in the first fight scene. I gave you two points for that because there was no indication. Exactly. Stabbed right in the shoulder, which I think you even said that as well. And he goes back to the Keymaster to get stitched up. Yep, the Keymaster from the Matrix, that exactly, is. Same exactly. He's trying to do that before the clock runs out, in which I give you one point because that it's was like, in Hurry up with those stitches, Doc. Exactly. Exactly. It was Why then he has to do them himself? It's a real tense moment. Yeah, but yet he gives him the medication and whatnot. So. Yeah. I'm like, he's helping him. He's not allowed, but then they, <laughs> they, they draw that. attention to it. They address that. You then said that he wants to go to the high table. Now, you thought, like myself, Angelica Houston was the leader of the high table. and He's he the director. And he goes to her with a crucifix. Now, I gave you half a point because you were kind of on the right track. He does go to Angelica Houston. He does give her the crucifix. The only detail you weren't correct on was the fact that she had any affiliation with the high table. And um, well, She does. She's the director. She's the director of the high table. I thought she operated outside the high table. Well, nope. not outside the high table, but I thought she was like down the low end of the No, spectrum. she's not. But she's not like the head of the assassins. She's just a director. Oh, okay. Well, maybe you deserve more than, uh, yeah. two po- more than half a point then. Let me get my wheelbarrow. <laughs> Bring on the point train. All right. I'll give you two points for that then. Because my understanding... Woo. My understanding of it was that Angelica Houston was, she kind of operated a school that grew up like assassins, but she wasn't. Wow, that's unconfirmed. Yeah, she wasn't like important in the grand scheme of things because um, that other girl comes in and like bullies her and tells her what to do and threatens her. The adjudicator. Yeah, exactly. Now, Angelica Houston says that she can't help John Wick, which is essentially what you said as well. And you also mentioned that Zero will be the main assassin. He'll be chasing John Wick through the whole movie. Exactly right. Gave you two points for that because that is essentially what happens in the movie. That's right. Now, you've missed something there that Mm. I definitely deserve points for. I said that he did a favor for the director in the past, which is why he had the crucifix, which Mm. is exactly what happened in the movie. Oh, you're right. Convenient that you missed that out. Yeah, I totally missed that in your plot. Because, yeah, the crucifix was given to him by the director because he helped save her daughter in Mm. the past. John Wick, that is. Can't believe you missed that one. I missed that. I missed that entire plot point in the movie itself. I don't remember that. I just remember. I remember being so excited because I I was like, I called it. All I remember is him putting the crucifix in her face, like she was like a dog. Yeah, and I was like, okay, well, because what I thought it was was because he was an ex student. They all get a crucifix, I guess. I don't think he was an ex student. I think they're just from the same place because apparently John Wick is from Russia or something like that, or he was a former gypsy. Because what was his name, Julio Belugili or whatever? Sorry, that was kind of offensive. He was had some sort of Russian name. Yeah. Which explains why he speaks Russian in the first movie. Okay, well, I... Th- okay. Well, I thought... Did you watch this movie, Matty D? Apparently not. Apparently not. I-, I thought that he, like, was in this school and he grew up because she was just like... Nope, brings back so. Brings back fond memories, John Wick, when the kids are, like, From the around. old country. Yeah. That's what I think it was, essentially. Yeah. 
Also, right. they worked in the same organization together for years, so that's probably how they know each other. Okay, I thought she was like an old teacher, an old mentor. Uh, where were we? Oh, yes, you said John Wick goes on a train, which I gave you a point for because it's in the trailer. Yeah. I mean, you said he goes on a train at this point. He goes on a train at some point, so I was like, yeah, well done, Kieran. That's the point. Yeah. You also said he goes to the Bowery King because he's Morpheus and he decides to help John Wick supply him with a bike, which never happens in the plot there. No, it doesn't. Bowery King is highly underutilized in Chapter 3. <laughs> no, I know. He is, isn't he? But you said that there are Japanese biker assassins that go and fight John Wick, which I give you a point for. Yeah, on bikes. Which, you know, happens in the trailer, but, you know, you mentioned it there. And John Wick is on a motorbike at this point, which doesn't happen in the movie. But then he abandons his bike to get on horseback, which does. And yep. he goes around the streets and he chops no, people's No, he does heads. have a bike chase in the movie, just not at this point. Oh, yeah, he does later on. That's true. But I gave you a point because he's on horseback chopping people's heads as he escapes the city. Yep. By the way, that horse stable scene was so fun. Yeah, I know, wasn't it? And the horses were kicking the assassins. I had a lot of fun watching this movie. I didn't like yeah, the me first too. two. I, I didn't like them at all, but this movie... I didn't I, like them at all. Last time you said that they were fun. Oh, uh, they were... Yeah, they were all right. But like compared to this movie, this movie was so much better in my opinion. And I think I know why. Really? I think I like sword fights. Oh, really? I think, well, I there's think a if, lot of sword fights. If there's a movie with sword fights... You like fights, dogs too. You like dog fights. If there's a movie with sword fights, I'm like sold. And there was so much sword fighting in this movie. The whole bit where they're like throwing axes at each other, I was like, hell yeah, this is great. Yeah, I was having when they so throw a million fun. knives into each other as well. Now, a mistake you and I both made was that we both thought he was going to Mexico. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into that. And he sees Sophia, who is excommunicado as well. And this exposes her, which means they all get attacked by yeah. assassins. Which so didn't... I thought she'd be on the run as well, like, yeah. John, like John Wick. Yeah, you kind of got the relationship right, but not the actual details itself. Yeah. You also mentioned... She here... runs the... Well, I just want to point out as well, because it's not Mexico, we've got the location wrong by presuming it was Mexico. It was actually Casablanca. It's right. So she basically runs Rick's joint in Casablanca. That's She's right. like the head of the continental in Casablanca. Casablanca, if I'm not mistaken. No, she's not. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sophia. she is. Sophia? Yeah. Is because, she? Yeah. Did you watch the oh, movie, yeah, Manny no, you're, you're right. She is. She is. I'm because getting they're like, oh, the owner um, of the Continental needs to speak to you. The manager needs to speak to you. And then yeah, they yeah, lead right. him to Sophia. Yeah. I'm getting confused with the other dude. the Barretta. guy. That, yeah, that's right. But yeah, you're right. She is the manager there. You also said that this at this point... I don't point, trust you anymore, Matty D. John Wick gets if attacked... If I have less points than you, I'm going to be very cross. <laughs> John Wick gets attacked by racial stereotyped Mexicans. <laughs> that was a joke. <laughs> Which Instead, he gets attacked by racial stereotyped Moroccans. Exactly, yeah. And they decide to work together, him and Sophia. So they decide to go to Winston to clear his name by using the blood mark. Now I'll give you half a point because that's kind of on the right track. They yeah. do end up going to Winston. And he does use the blood marker to convince does, Sophia. Exactly, and he does use the blood mark. So you're on the right track here. You said they defeat Zero, which is true. There was no indication on the trailer that that was going to happen. And you got two points for that. And you said Zero will be a silent assassin, which mm. is half true. Yeah. I mean, it kind he of does is, talk a lot. He, so he's not a silent assassin he, at all. He kind of is a... He's cold and calculating. Yeah. At least we're led to believe he's like that up until yeah. a point. And I think that's where the joke plays in. Yeah. Can't wait to talk about that. You said John Wick will get shot and stabbed by Zero, which I give you two points for. Yep. And I also made a note here because you said this movie will need new locations, which is funny because they end up going to Morocco, which yeah. is like an entirely new uh, location. So I think the movie listened to you. You said uh, John Wick and Sophia will get to Winston with the help of the concierge. You also said that Sophia... 
dies by zero, which doesn't end up happening. And this pushes John Wick over the edge. This is where your plot kind of like stops getting points because yeah. <laughs> you start starts going in a different direction. You said John Wick asks Winston to lift the embargo, which of course can't happen because Winston has not the power at this point. And yeah. he himself is in trouble with the high table. And that your main twist was that Winston reveals responsible. that he was poisoning John Wick's wife and that he was the mastermind behind everything, which doesn't happen. But well, may happen in future installments. We don't know that that's not the case. I'm still holding on to that one. When we predict John Wick Chapter 4... That'll be your prediction as well. Parabellum Part 2, I'm going to say, yep, that's still the case. So then you say John Wick kills Winston, which doesn't happen. If anything, nope. it happens the other way around, or yep. kind of almost. And they leave something for the sequel. And you mentioned that it should be a character return, like the guy who has his knife in his shoulder at the yeah, first movie. Yeah, that's right. Now, the second movie. Oh, it's the second movie. That's he had right. a knife in his heart, mind you. Yes, yes. And he comes back. Now, I gave you half a point because technically they do set up for a sequel. Yep. So with and that a character mind, does come back. The TikTok man comes and puts John in a shopping trolley and wheels him to the barricade. Exactly, exactly. Exactly. So with that in mind, the points that you have and adding your additional two points that I missed out on there is 20 points. 20 points? Yes. Why am I so disappointed? (laughs) I thought I did so much better than that, but I guess, yeah, a lot of stuff that I said. You did really good at the start, and then like it all starts to like fall away. I also don't trust your point scoring there because you missed so much stuff. So how do I know there's other stuff that didn't slip by? (laughs) Oh, well, I'm just going to have to trust you on this one, I suppose. I'm slowly sabotaging you so I get more points. Mm, I wouldn't be surprised. (laughs) Why did we trust each other? We should be doing our own ones and just giving ourselves a whole heap of points. But then then if that happened, it would be. Be like, okay, yeah. I got like 980 points. points. Yeah. Um, I kind of meant this, but when I said this, so that's a point for yeah. me. In my head, I knew what I meant. So yeah, <laughs> that's why I gave myself bonus points. Anyway, right, tell me how I did, because I thought I went really well in this one. Yeah, I think you did pretty well too. Let's dive straight into it. So you thought as well, you copied me and said that the movie will start with a cold open exactly after the previous movie ended. Now, I think that was fairly obvious from both the trailer and the ending of the previous movie. So I only gave you a point for that. Fair enough. And you thought it would open with John Wick bloody from his previous battles, running through the rain and trying to get away from assassins after being declared excommunicado. Mm. Well, that's basically the plot of the whole movie just there. So I gave you a point for that as well. Now, you said John is, quote, hot on the run, which is a brand new phrase that I think I'll start using from now on, (laughs) and trying to get to safety. He goes to a doctor who fixes him up. The key master. Yeah, that was the extent of that conversation. So uh, a point each for those. And you said as soon as the clock strikes midnight, the shit hits the fan. I gave you half a point because the clock strikes midnight and he's sort of like, yep, well, now I've got to stitch myself up, take some medicine, shoot the doctor several times, and then (laughs) like... I guess the shit hits the fan for the Doctor, but not really That's for true. John Wick. It so takes a while for I gave you to, half a point. It takes a while for the shit to actually hit the fan. Yeah. Surprisingly. But when it hits the fan, oh man, are we splattered. So you thought that an assassin would attack John while he's being stitched up. Of course, that doesn't, doesn't happen. Doesn't happen. No, yeah. But that would be exciting. I was expecting it to happen. That's what I was expecting too. But no, unfortunately, it doesn't. Now, you also said at this point, the movie will turn into a nonstop fight scene with very few breaks. I wish that was the case. I mean, there's plenty of fight scenes, but there's also plenty of really long breaks. There's a lot of talking. You were saying during my plot that you had a great time watching this movie. You probably consider it your favorite of the John Wick movies. Yes, yes. I was loving this movie. and I'm like, yes, they've gone back to being good again. Because if you remember when we discussed it last time, I said the first one was very enjoyable. And I thought the second one was a massive decline because they started taking themselves way too seriously. But when the movie started, I was like, yep, everything's happening really quick. They're not lingering anywhere. And then the fight scenes are really brutal and they're really long. I was like, yep, they're really on the right track. 
But then suddenly, all of a sudden, we're treated to those really long exposition conversation scenes again. And then I think that takes up more of the movie than any of the fight scenes. I got to say... So I was very disappointed by that. I was loving the movie. When they go back to New York... I really felt the length of it then. Yeah, absolutely. I was having fun when they were in Morocco. Because it's pretty much a lot of the same locations over and over again. Yeah. Like, they're places we've seen before in previous movies, and then they just return to the same places again. Yeah. I don't know. There was not a lot fresh, I was digging the Indiana Jones-esque vibe that I was getting from the movie. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So you thought, once the clock strikes midnight and John Wick is declared excommunicado, we'll be introduced to a lot of the assassins as they receive their text messages... I actually gave you two points for that because that's exactly what happens in yeah, the movie. Yeah, that does happen in the movie. And it wasn't really indicated in the trailer that that would be the case, but I suppose you could just presume that from the ending of the previous movie. Mm. But we didn't know if that was actually just John's paranoia, thinking that everyone was assassins. Yeah, it's just everyone just getting text if messages. if they really were all assassins. Now, you thought that assassins would attack John, and John manages to scrape by as he always does. That, again, is basically just the plot of the movie. (laughs) So just a single point with that. And then you thought, just like me, the guy from Game of Thrones, Jerome Flynn, is the actor. He was playing Berida in the movie. Is a bikey assassin. Yeah. And and a stern, tough guy. What happened in the trailer? Because I swear in the trailer that's what he looked like. It was just a shot of him. That was all we saw. There was just a shot of him and it was in between all these action scenes. We're like, yep, he's an assassin. Yes, yes. Because I think the shot just before him was the bikers riding around. It's like, oh, he must be a biker. Could not be further from the truth. My God, could not be more wrong. Now, I know you briefly mentioned in my plot prediction that there would be a fight in the train station. Mind you, there is a fight in the train station, but what I thought was the train station in the trailer was actually the Continental, because I said they turn off the lights and fight in the dark with really well-fitting background music, which, by the way, didn't give me any points for that, because that does happen. Not in the train station, but in the Continental, because if you remember, they play the classical oh, music. yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently didn't deserve that's, points that's for that. Such a, that's such a vague is, statement, It is a stretch, though. though. If anything, I deserve half a point for that. But anyway. All right, you're 20 and a half. Are you happy now? Woo! Yeah, way happier. So... Berida, he wasn't an assassin. He was instead the guy who makes the blood oath markers and the coins that the assassins love throwing around. Yeah, really he's like nearly. the treasurer. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, no points for that. I love that character, by the way. Oh, really? Yeah, he was I great. thought he was really pointless, personally. I don't know. I thought he was a lot of fun. I like that his nuts got ripped off by a dog. <laughs> there were so many nuts that got ripped yes. off by dogs. That seemed to be all the dogs were doing. Yeah, I was excited every time. You also thought, just like me, that the TikTok man would be an assassin. Now, that is entirely my fault because you said, I don't think he's an assassin. And then I said, on Wikipedia, it says he's an assassin. <laughs> you threw me off. And so you're like, yeah, he is an assassin. So I gave you half a point out of pity. sympathy, out of pity, because that was entirely but my look, fault. my other idea was that he was in charge of the we'll get to that of people's travel. So we will get to that. I, I don't know if I deserve any points there. Now, interestingly enough, you said that the guy who plays the penguin in Gotham, the TV show yeah. Gotham, would be a member of the high table. <laughs> <laughs> he's not in the movie at all. He is in the movie. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's um he's one of the guys in the call centers. Like you know the call center that send out all the With all the ladies. Yeah. I didn't see him there. Yeah, he was in there. He was, was he one of the there. ladies with the tattoos? Yeah, he was he was a guy with the tattoos who was uh operating one oh. of the computers. He was the guy that looks up the file I when that was a woman. When the Inquisitor calls up and says, Get me the file on Winston in the Continental, he's the guy that gets the file. Are we not sure that he wasn't playing a transgender woman? 
I mean, I mean, he could have. I. So I'm pretty sure he had makeup on too. But yeah, I didn't even recognize him. Well, either way, he's not an assassin, so you don't get points. No, but he was definitely in the movie. Just right. Played okay. a very small character, which is weird that he got a mention in the cast list. Yeah. It's like okay. I guess he was an actor of note, and that was a draw to people. Sure. I don't know. I'm I glad think he we was because he was up. popular in that Gotham TV show. Yeah, he was like a main character. Not in John Wick Chapter Three. I think he might have even had an umbrella. No, wait, no, I'm thinking of something else. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. You said that the adjudicator is a no-nonsense tough girl with a shaved head. Now, I just wanted to point out that the actor identifies as Mm non-binary. So, they're not specifically playing a woman in this movie. They are just them or they. So, from this point onwards, I'll only refer to them as they or them. But I'm not going to deduct points from you. I gave you a point, actually. I got the personality right. Yeah, you got the personality right. But I'm not going to deduct points from you because you didn't know the proper pronoun. Yeah, but now we do. So, we can move on. We can move on and not offend anybody. By the way, I didn't like that adjudicated character. I, I love that, that adjudicated character. That was Who my needs favorite another character. another bitchy person on screen? That was my favorite character in the... Other than the um, the coin maker. <laughs> I loved yeah. him too. Oh. Well, I guess we had very different opinions <laughs> on this movie then. Well, I just love the fact that the adjudicator brought consequences to the characters that yeah. you don't really see in the other John Wick movies. Yeah, that was definitely like, worthwhile. Like, that's what I was enjoying. Like, like when she stabbed the director through the hand. Yes. I think Zero did that on... Sorry, I said she. They stabbed the director through the hand. Yes, that's right. Now, you thought that Zero would be a no-nonsense, cold, calculating killer. Now, I gave you half a point for that because while you're on the right track, he's actually quite quirky. He is. I really liked his character in the movie. His character was great. And while he never had a moment to scream out, Frozen Peace! Oh, or anything like that. He was at a sushi bar, though. Yeah. That's where we first met him. I'm like, I was Kieran, so excited. Kieran's going to love like, that. He's going to be like, would you like a, a delicious place of sashimi? Because today's secret ingredient is the barramundi. <laughs> <laughs> I was, he was the puffer fish. I mean, I mean, they got as close to it as they yeah. possibly could get away with in a John Wick movie. Yeah, I was very happy about that. And then when they were sitting down, on the couch towards the end of the movie and he was all excited about John Wick I was like maybe we should step outside to a bar and have some beers <laughs> alright I've got it out of my system all I right. just needed to do that again yeah you didn't get it out of your system in the last episode <laughs> no but anyway I really liked that character he was way more quirky than I thought he was going to be and way more entertaining than I thought he was going to be so I was very pleased about I that I agree I love the decision they made so I'm pleased that we were both wrong about that now you said as well that there's no way that John Wick's dog will die in the movie you're absolutely correct about that. So I gave you two points. Even Pun intended, they, they wouldn't pull the trigger on that. No, exactly. Now, also you said at this point, while John is trying to escape from New York, that Berita will confront John and attempt to kill him, but John beats him up and escapes. Bam, bam. Yep, doesn't happen. You also thought that John will go to the Bowery King for help, but is attacked by his homeless minions. Bam, bam. Doesn't happen. They actually help him out quite a bit in the movie. Yes, they do. We're both on the right track because we're like, oh, John Wick is going to get attacked by everybody. Yeah. We just didn't get the people that attack him right. At all. Well, at all. Except for Zero. So you said that John goes to the director who is visiting New York City. I only gave you half a point because he does go to the director, but she lives in New York City. It's kind of racist of you, Matty D. And well, he I, sneaks in to see her. Well, I thought that, you know, I in my head, I thought they would be set up in Rome. I thought that would make sense. That's you know? right. Yeah. But you said that she doesn't live in New York didn't City. He, didn't in like the previous movies, they indicate that the high table was in Rome? Yeah, they did. So I was like, okay, it makes sense for them to go over there. Otherwise, they would have to be in America visiting. Yeah, not the case. Not the case. apparently everything happens in New York City. That's because right. as Winston says, or was it no, the Bowery King? No, it was King. the Bowery King. He's like, this is New York City. Uh, I and hate the Bowery King. 
Yeah, me too. I hate him. He, he used to be enjoyable, but now he's just no, annoying. he's just cringy. Yeah, that's right, because he's just like, goes up at this at the end of the sentence, and we're supposed to laugh at that. Yeah. Like, why would you laugh at shouting a word at the end of the sentence? That's not funny at all. Barramundi! <laughs> so you said that John would sneak in to see the director and present her with the crucifix. Gave you a point for that. And you said that the crucifix, interestingly enough, is a symbol that is shown when an assassin is coming for peace talks. That's not true at all, but no. I'm so glad that you said that because otherwise I would have missed my point about the crucifix being a gift from the director to help him out of a scrape, which you chose not to include while you added it in. I didn't realise that when I watched the movie that that's the purpose the oh, crucifix How convenient. Served. Not convenient. You can't blame me on ignorance. <laughs> so you thought the director was Russian. I gave you a point for that because I'm pretty sure she is, but you didn't guess that John Wick was also Russian. No, I did not. Is he? I don't know. That's not really confirmed. Don't you don't really confusing. know a lot about his background. He said he was an orphan, didn't he? Yeah, I, I was right. confused about that. Well, I thought he was like a, a child brought up in this crazy Russian yeah. school. So As that's a ballet. As a ballet yeah, dancer. A ballet yeah. dancer. You thought that John would ask the director for passage out of New York, but she would refuse since she needs approval from the rest of the high table. That's not really the case no, at all. No, not at all. She, it's the opposite happened. She's like, yep, no worries. Let See me burn later. this uh, crucifix in your back and yep. ruin your great tattoo. Yeah, exactly. They're like, there's all this space where they could have put the crucifix branding, but they're like, nah, let's go right in the middle of his iconic maybe, tattoo. Maybe it's a tattoo that they give him. So like there's a space there for the crucifix if they decide to burn it in. Yeah, well, everyone seems to have tattoos in this world. So maybe you're everybody's on the money. a cool guy. Yeah, you might be on the money there. Now, you said that John would leave to go to Rome to seek approval from everybody, but is attacked by the director's bodyguards. Obviously, that doesn't happen. But during this struggle, somehow, he finds a piece of paper with the address of Sophia on it, who is Halle Berry's character, who lives in Mexico. Yep, we were both still wrong about that. (laughs) Now, amusingly enough, you thought that John would steal the director's private plane and make his way to Mexico and crash land in the desert. Hey, it's a typical action movie trope. No, we just threw the power of a jump cut, like I said in my plot, which you didn't give me any points for. I said that he'd go straight from New York to Mexico, which does happen in the movie. They don't show how he gets there yeah, at all. Yeah, they don't show that, well, do they? to Casablanca, that is, not Mexico. Yeah. I said just through the power of the jump cut. You chose not to give that any points. But yeah, you said that he would fly a plane there and crash in the desert. Obviously, that doesn't happen. Now, you said that John would wander through the desert completely lost until he passes out and is found by Sophia. I gave you a point because that's, that's basically what happened. what happens. He finds this really useless character who I think is the head of the entire assassin organization. He works outside. Is he? Does he work outside the organization? I think he's the he... leader of the high table. Okay. Again, I don't think many do watch the same movie. It is a bit confusing, though, is, so I don't though. really blame you. Because I thought they said you need to go to somebody outside the high table. And then when he meets him, he sort of I says... I could be wrong. He says, oh, I am... No, I think he does say, oh, I am, like, the head of the high table. So I yeah. was a little bit confused with what he was supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the purpose still stays the same. He just chops off John's finger. We seem to be cross-purposes with this movie here. Anyway, you said that it would be Sophia he comes across, but yeah, it's that guy. But he does come across Sophia. He does wander through the desert. So yeah, I think that deserves a point. You said that Sophia would take in John, but doesn't want to kill him since they have a history with each other. That's, I think, worth a point and a half because you're basically yeah. dead on the money, but not quite there. Hope I get some points for including her dogs. Yeah, we'll talk about that right now because you said that Sophia has settled down. She's like John Wick, but she has successfully retired with her two dogs, eh. which I gave you two points because she isn't an assassin anymore. She has retired from being an assassin and now she runs the Continental in Casablanca. She says to John, of all the bars in all the world, <laughs> why did you have to come to mine? Which basically is what she says, weirdly enough. Yeah. And I gave you two points because of the dogs. I didn't mention the dogs at all. And how the fuck did I miss the dogs in the trailer? Because they They're were everywhere. such a large part of that trailer. <laughs> 
And in the episode back when we predicted it, I said, well, there were dogs in the trailer? Yes, yes. But this is back when I would just watch the trailer once and then just entirely do my notes from that one viewing instead of dissecting every little frame like I do now. <laughs> You're insane now. Even just watching it offhand in preparation for this episode, I noticed the dogs a lot. So I think I was just really slacking off back then. <laughs> so hopefully my predictions improve and I can get a lot more than 20 and a half points in the future. You said John needs Sophia to help him get to Italy to see the high table. I don't know why he would fly all the way to Mexico to crash land in the desert, then go from New York to Rome via Mexico. <laughs> He's sort of going in the wrong direction. Well, you know, it's an action movie. They've got to yeah. go places. So that We need more locations in this movie. You said while in Mexico, they would come across the Mexican associate, the TikTok man. <laughs> Well, I think I called you out at the time saying, yeah, he's actually a Greek actor and he's also from New York. But I needed to put him somewhere. Yeah, I, I needed so. to put him somewhere and it just made sense for him to be here. Now, as we mentioned earlier, you said that you thought he would be in charge of timetables. So he was like the person who writes up the itinerary and sends people from place to place, <laughs> yeah, to, he, I guess, to assassinate people. He was in charge of like transporting people overseas, which he, I thought was a clever idea. Because I was like, how do you get John Wick from A to B without just doing the same stealing a plane trope? Oh, Maybe there's a secret... He just smuggles the assassins in suitcases? Yeah, maybe. Thought it was an an interesting idea. It was an interesting point, but you weren't really close at all. Apparently, he's just some guy that sits in the corner and goes, Tick, tuck, John Wick. Interesting you should say that because at this point in your plot, I joked that he would be like, your timetable is ready, tick, tock, tick, tock. And then I sort of joked that he would say tick, tock at the end of his sentence. But that happens in the movie. That does happen in the movie. So do I deserve a bonus point for that? Yeah, I'll give you a bonus point. How 20, many? 21. Well, I'll give you 22 and a half points. Oh, wow. There was something else you said that's that you're getting, right. I, I missed the jump cut that you getting said. better every moment. I'm just giving you some pity points here. I'm glad. Because <laughs> you're complaining so much. Yeah, I'm bitching and moaning about every little thing. Well, like I said, you're denying me points here. <laughs> now, you said that John would fight the TikTok man because he was like, I don't want to send you to Rome. And then after the fight, the TikTok man will help John and Sophia travel to Italy. Obviously not the case. So while in Rome, when in Rome, I suppose, John <laughs> and Sophia are attacked by Japanese assassins of all people. Yeah. Now, mind you, they do get attacked while John gets attacked by Japanese assassins while in New York. So I gave you half a point because... They're just always yeah, there, those Japanese assassins. Yeah, they work for Zero. But again, Zero is also from New York. I like the bit where he puts on like a Japanese accent. Yes. He's like, what would you like to order? And then suddenly... Frozen peas. Yes. <laughs> now you're doing it now and then he drops it immediately when he realizes that the adjudicator is you know the adjudicator you said while in rome that john will sneak his way to the high tables headquarters which happens to be a ballet school now i gave you half a point because the director has the cover of the ballet school oh yeah i forgot i said that and there john will come across the adjudicator who was a massive foil to john in the movie two points there because that's dead on the money Now, the adjudicator's deal is that they just want to see John Wick suffer. Again, two points there, because you're dead on the money again. And Zero is essentially the adjudicator's private assassin. Well, the adjudicator goes to um, Zero directly for help. So I gave you two points for that, believe it or not, because the adjudicator has Zero in mind directly to take out John Wick. They see Zero as the one who is on an equal level. Right. You said that there's a big fight and people die. Again, that could be said about anything in the movie, so I gave you only a point there. What an accurate description of what happens in that movie. How did I come See, up I'm with that? See, I'm just giving you points here for any offhanded remark, you say. So you said that John and Sophia will work together and blow stuff up in Rome. Now, mind you, they're not even working together at this point in the movie. She was a very small part of the movie overall. She was, wasn't she? 
we thought she would be such a major part in the movie. Now, also, I want to point out that I thought there was a strong indication that she might be terrible in the movie. Halle you Berry, did. that is. And what did you think of her? And she was fine. I liked her too. Yeah, so I was very pleased to see that she did a great Look, performance. I remember you said that Halle Berry in action movies don't work. And, yeah. you know, she proved you wrong. Exactly. And I'm pleased to see that. I still thought that scene was gross where she spits in the bottle. That just, yeah, just like burned that in my, me out. It burned in my mind. And did he drink it? Because he wasn't holding the bottle later on. No, I think he did. We must have just peed in it and threw it away. Threw it down a sand dune. <laughs> now, you said that John Wick would leave his pit bull at Sophia's house. Doesn't happen. He does leave it behind in the Continental, but I we already covered says, that. I thought I said I, he <laughs> left it. I thought he, me, said. He left it at the Continental. No, I he said at that? Sophia's house. Ah, darn. He doesn't want to leave the dog so far away from home. Well, the dogs have to play with the other dogs. Yeah. No, can't be lonely. I'd be worried leaving my dog with those dogs. Those bulletproof vest wearing dogs. Yeah, I thought that dog died. Yeah. Apparently not. He was all right. His eyes were moving. So you said that John Wick at one stage will appear to be killed by the assassins. I actually gave you half a point because there is a point where he does appear to be killed by Winston. So yeah, you're kind of close. But just as the assassins are congratulating each other, the adjudicator turns up dead with the blood oath marker and a note pinned to them that says, if you want to finish this, meet me in New York. Doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Now Would have been cool if it did. Another point that I thought was interesting is that you keep switching pronouns when you're referring to the adjudicator. So okay. sometimes you say that the adjudicator is a guy and then sometimes you say the adjudicator is a woman. So I actually gave you a bonus point for that because you were just as confused about their personal pronouns as they were. To be honest with you, I was getting confused with uh, the adjudicator character and also the character that you was played. was Edward Copplepot would play. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I was getting them confused. Because in my mind, I, th- I saw them both playing similar roles, yeah. which was not the case at all. You said that John returns to the Continental in New York and asks Winston for his favour. You thought that he would use the blood oath marker that Winston gave him in the previous movie to call in the favour. That happens, right? Yeah, sort of. No, he just asks him for a general favour because he gives mm. the blood oath marker to Sophia oh, yeah, that's for right. the favour. So I gave you a point for that because, yeah, we knew that was going to happen from the end of the trailer and it was pretty obvious that it was going to go in that direction. So you said that John would bunker up in the Continental and face off against all the assassins who were previously after him, two points there because that's exactly what happens and John sets up home alone style traps against the attacking assassins not really the case he just shoots them in the head with a shotgun yeah does he he is the trap who throws the tear gas out is it the assassins or John Wick that's the assassins and that's not even really a home alone style trap it was was as close as you could get now you said that the fight with the assassins would spill out into the street and we'll have a bunch of car chases doesn't happen no that doesn't happen at all the whole final fight is in the Continental. I'm happy that I called that though. By the way, I mentioned that the fight with Zero would take place in an art gallery or a yes, museum. Yes, because of the glass walls. Yeah. Now, mind you, that sort of happens. Like, it's a private museum collection that Winston has. Um, you didn't even address that in, in your breakdown of my plot prediction. Yeah, it was... I didn't even get half a point for that. But, like, it wasn't like, It was something gallery. that happened that I said, I said would happen I said in the he, movie. I gave you a point for saying he fights Zero and he defeats Zero. Okay. But, like, in That's an art Gallery, in an art gallery. Your breakdowns like... of my plot predictions <laughs> seem to be a lot looser than my one. So I'm going sentence by sentence and you're like, oh yeah, he sort of said this at one Here's point. Here's the cliff notes Here's of what point. you said. 
But he doesn't fight in an art gallery. He fights in the Continental. Well, what room is it in the Continental? The glass room? The glass room. All right, I'll give you which, that one. I'll which, give you that one. Uh, which I'm is getting funny. frustrated here, which is funny. I want to fish more points <laughs> which out. Is funny. I'm looking at your total and it's nowhere near mine. <laughs> which is funny because the whole thing, Winston says, oh, the reason this glass room is a thing is because I want to see everybody uh, at any given time. I don't want anyone sneaking up on me, which in this entire scene is all that happens. <laughs> yes. It's just people sneaking up on John Wick. It's a terrible room to terrible fight in. Terrible room. I like the bit where John is kicked through those glass cases for what feels just, like 10 minutes. Oh my God, I was loving that. I was like, is he going to, yep, he's keep, yep, it's a keep going, yep, he's keep, another glass one, yep, yep, another glass one. And I was starting to wonder how they did the special effect. Mm. So after a while, I'm like, is it just CGI? I reckon it's, um. What, what's that like loose glass like called? Sugar glass. Yeah, I reckon it's just sugar Breakaway glass. glass. Yeah, anyway, moving on. The director on. got a little bit over, like a little bit carried yeah, away. exactly. Director of your fantasy James Bond movie. <laughs> What was it, Todd Stalinsky? Yes. You said that the fight would round up with all of the unlikable characters being killed during the fight and all the main characters survive. Now, oh, I only really half a point for that because the adjudicator survives and I guess Zero gets killed off. Was he unlikable though? Not really. Not really. Oh, we don't really know though, to be fair, because we haven't seen him die. Die. No, he dies. He, he dies. dies on screen. Because right. he's like, I'll be right along soon. And John goes, no, you won't. And then he dies. Right. Fair enough. And Winston is also alive. Yeah, that's right. But you said that essentially he's like a main character. So you thought really? he would be alive anyway. Like, no one dies, really. No, not really. No one major. No. You think that the Bowery King's dead, but even he comes back. Yeah, I didn't like that. No, because you just, you were sick of him. You I thought was... he was done and you're like, nope, he's back to overact even more. I've never liked the Bowery King in these movies. He, he always annoyed me. Don't like his Applebee's jokes? No. And that bit when John gives him the finger at the end, that was basically you. That was John doing what you want to do. And he's like, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, you thought that John would walk away from Winston telling him that he's done as an assassin. <laughs> and John would take, for some reason, a pedal boat. One of those oh, swans right. that you take out onto a lake for fun little play dates. Pedals out. He pedals off into the horizon and, <laughs> and Winston lies and tells everybody else that John Wick is dead. I gave you half a point because he does walk off into the sunset. Well, hobble off into the sunset. No, he gets wheeled. He gets wheeled in a trolley. In a shopping trolley off into the sunset. And Winston does tell everybody that he is definitely dead even though he seems to know that he's alive and not be worried by it. So that's something that I got very wrong that you got very right. I thought this would be the final John Wick that would like make oh, it... Still didn't even deserve points for that. I no, gave you, you said, yeah, you yeah, said... I gave, come okay. on. <laughs> I gave you points for that. Sorry, you're, I'm still you're sour. You're so salty about this. <laughs> Should write better predictions. Wrapping up. <laughs> wrapping up this mess. You yeah, said okay. that the movie would end with John Wick in retirement, Max Payne 3 style, on a mm. tropical island... Wearing a Hawaiian shirt yep. at a bar with his dog. Yeah, we Did don't happen. We don't know if he's happy or not. We don't know if he's content or not. But you know that he's in a place where he can find peace and solitude. Nope, nope, that doesn't happen nope. at all. We're going to have uh, John Wick Four. We're going to have John Wick Four. Absolutely. Now you said that John Wick Four might still happen because he's alive, but you seem convinced that yeah, he'd get some semblance of closure, which he does not get at all. I thought they would want to be wrapping up this yeah. movie franchise. Yeah. I thought while three it's still is fresh. Enough. But obviously not. They want to keep milking this sucker for all it's worth. Oh, just you wait until we get the Bowery King spin-off movie. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, I'm not doubting God. that that won't happen in I the future. I hope not. Or the Sophia spin-off movie. That I wouldn't mind. Or the John Wick Pitbull solo adventure movie. <laughs> the story of the, the origin Pitbull. story. Yeah, anyway. So, if How'd you I go? tally everything up that you said... You get a total of almost undeserved 33 and a half points, which is a standard Matty D score. That's not so, so much more than up you. Your, uh, that's, I, that's not so much more than I you. I think you need to up your wise. game a bit, Matty D. I think I'm just you really need to good go at this. Back to getting 60 points. <laughs> 
as you did in the Hellboy episode. Yeah, I got a lot in the Hellboy episode. So you did a good job, even though you didn't really get that much right. But eh, maybe I'm just more forgiving than you are. I think that's what we <laughs> learned this episode. I thought this plot I did pretty well. Upcoming plots, not so much. So yeah. I need to get these. Well, things might turn around high in the future. Points yeah. While I can. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing how we go in the future. So before we wrap up another episode, let's talk about what we're going to be talking about next week. Let's. What we'll be predicting. We're going back to movie predictions, and Manny D will be very surprised to learn what we're predicting because he previously thought that we'd be talking about Legally Blonde three. Yes, I did. But it doesn't look like that movie's going to happen at this point. Oh, really? So instead, we're going to be talking about the upcoming installment of the Saw franchise, Spiral, starring Chris Rock, of all people. Yay. I still don't know if I can take him seriously in roles. Yay. Like, I still hear the zebra from Mad... movie. Yeah, I still hear the zebra from Madagascar whenever I hear his voice, so I don't know how this one will go for him. But yeah, I guess he's turning his career around. He's coming up in season four of Fargo as a serious character too, which I'm looking forward to. We've done a lot of horror movies on this show. Yeah, well, they keep making them. That's like 90% of the movies they release next to superhero movies. Yeah, well, this one isn't a Blumhouse production, but... It was originally created by Lee Winnell, who we discussed in the Invisible Man episode. So I hope you're excited, Matty D. I'm so excited. And if you, the listening audience, is just excited as Matty D for the upcoming Saw movie Spiral. I want to saw my foot off. Yeah, you can send in a prediction of what you think is going to happen, or if there's anything Matty D missed in his breakdown of my prediction of John Or if Wick. there's anything Kieran missed in his yeah, breakdown. Let's let's extend the hand out. <laughs> If you think we're fair in our uh, breakdowns as well, let us know. Yeah, you can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com or you can leave us a comment on this episode's page on the Podbean website or Spotify or wherever you listen. Or you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search for Potential Spoilers and we will pop right up. We're also on Twitter and Instagram, so check us out on those platforms. Please do. Matty D posts lovely little posters that he claims aren't copyright infringing (laughs) on Instagram and he's very proud of them. I'm hoping one day he does sketches. I want him to do personalised sketches I might do that. I might do that. So if everyone pushes him in that direction, he might pull the finger out. Yeah. So join us next week for Spiral, not Legally Blonde 3, and we'll catch you next time. And see you then. I gotta tell you, I've been looking forward to meeting you for a long time. I'm a huge fan. John Wick... And so far, you haven't disappointed. Is that the dog? He likes you. Me? I'm more of a... Rabbit! ...person myself.